0: Jeff Hawkins. We're back. Yay. So here's the deal guys. Thursday night, Jeff, you and I recorded, uh, this episode of shake them ropes. That,
1: A very good episode. of shake oh, them ropes, oh my I, God. I, I, I thought
0: one of our best ones ever, one of our best ones ever. And because <laughs> of how life works, uh, the audio recording system that I had used failed us during this greatest episode ever. Uh, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest episode, uh, which is a network special on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So we are re-recording some of the uh, parts that were missed. Uh, we might add some stuff. We might actually talk about some stuff twice that was recorded elsewhere because we are going to add the audio that we're recording today, which is a Sunday, onto the audio that was preserved. And that that still works uh, because I want to get that out there. So if you're listening to this episode and we talk about the same thing twice throughout the show... Uh, it's not because we're that forgetful although I am it As is am I. Uh, yes it is partially the audio system so I you know I take the blame so I apologize our big Wrestlemania week episode is coming one week after Wrestlemania I'm sorry I uh, hope you guys stick with us and uh, hope you enjoy the show so there will be some quick cuts probably uh, throughout this episode including this one Rob McCarran. <laughs> Jeff Hawkins.
1: Is it? Can it be? It is! The phenomenal
0: one is here! AJ Styles! Oh my gosh! You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarran and Jeff Hawkins. It
1: has been rumored for weeks that the hottest free agent in sports entertainment was heading to WWE! Styles is here! WrestleMania week is over. I think New Orleans beat me. Look, indie shows, you're going to have to step up your game if you're going to want to beat NXT any year going forward. We can't have this many indie shows with this many half-efforts and steal the weekend from NXT, which was absolutely sublime live. Also beating me, possibly, WrestleMania live. Because, Lord knows, three hours into it, I was looking for coffee. And I was in an uncomfortable chair. And I wasn't terribly enjoying myself. Also, not enjoying himself, Rob McCarran. Hi, Rob.
0: Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the states.
1: Oh, not, let's stop! New Orleans was a blast. Met a lot of great people.
0: Okay, I'm good. Yeah.
1: Some, some even more great than others.
0: Some crazy. Uh, you also, you confused me a lot because uh, you texted me. You texted me, uh, hey, is our logo original? I got to get to the bottom of this, all right? We have a lot to get to the bottom of uh this week. I want to get right. to the bottom of this. You texted me, hey, there's this other podcast going around with our logo. And then you gave me the website of this other. Well, uh, I'm not, not sure if that un- was,
1: uh, hold on. I'm not sure if they were the right, if that was the right uh Website
0: like, what is someone going around with uh, and not that our logo is super fancy or anything. It's a ring with text. And yes, it was originally made for us specifically. As far as I know, There, it's not a parody of somebody. Uh, our logo is around and someone lifted it, apparently, with their own podcast name. And they're going around making T-shirts. Yeah, it uh, looked like that. What the hell? I-, I want some of the proceeds on this.
1: Well, and then you texted me something and you threw me all into a loop.
0: I, I do that. So, what happened was I announced that I was not going to wrestle The Undertaker at the greatest Royal Rumble. That's not true. I am going to wrestle The Undertaker oh, yes. at the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, so, we have to apparently take this greatest Royal Rumble show seriously. No, we don't. Do we not? I mean, this is going to be, it's basically a pay per view with a world title match, a tag team title match on both brands, one of which is going to. Bas It's going to establish new tag team champions for the raw brand. This, this show is being hyped up right now. We don't even know what brand these guys are going to be on. Uh, you're going to have raw versus SmackDown guys, which is crazy because the only night per year where raw and SmackDown go head to head in competition is survivor series. So the whole world is madness right now.
1: Just look at it as an extra special event, much like they did with, uh, Was it Elimination Chamber a couple years ago? It happens in a couple weeks. We have a couple weeks to talk about it. A special event
0: which featured the debut of Kevin Owens beating John Cena.
1: Oh, for the love of God. (laughs) There is so much to talk about from this weekend. I don't.
0: WrestleMania. WrestleMania part two is happening in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, that's where they're going to crown Roman. All right. They're going to crown Roman there because they were afraid of the booze in New Orleans.
0: What about this match? WWE Championship match. TBD versus TBD. Barnburner. Barnburner. Greatest Royal Rumble, man. We'll talk about a portion of that. Uh, I will warn all the parents out there that are listening to this show in their car with their kids. This show will be PG. Parental guidance required. But it's not going to be PG-13. The kids can be under 13 years old. I promise you, this is a safety zone. We are not going to cuss too much. Too much. (laughs) Jeff. Yes. You are coming straight from New Orleans, Louisiana, Dominican Republic. How was your trip?
1: Oh, it was fantastic.
0: The food, the bars,
1: the people, you know, meeting your friends from wrestling and wrestling podcasts and and just you know, and fans wrestling podcast fa- is
0: too many of those.
1: No fans. Yeah, I agree. Fan, fan, <laughs> fans of this show are great. I mean, I, I love them. I love talking to them. They love talking to me. I think as long as I'm not terribly awkward, Um, you know, our, our, our super fan, Trisha tried to punch me for the stuff I said about Dean Ambrose. Kind D- of, oh uh,
0: man. Talk about a great WrestleMania. Dean Ambrose free.
1: oh now i'm gonna get in trouble you know that well you
0: should because you told me to say that before the show started okay good i didn't want Uh, to i love dean ambrose dean ambrose is so good he's like the macho man of our era
1: here's the problem i really really had
0: uh with the all all
1: all-encompassing week and uh, trust me i ate some of the best food of my life uh this week the independent shows of which i paid for were all fairly underwhelming to me compared to matches I've seen in Los Angeles, etc., by similar promotions and similar matches. Mm-hmm. Each card had a good to great match on it, but it wasn't as consistent. It wasn't like two years ago where you could say the Evolve shows, you know, may have stolen the weekend from NXT. Okay. You know, it was it was okay, the Zack Saber Jr. Walter match was great. The mixed tag match from progress was great, but you had, you know, matches of varying quality all weekend because everybody was trying to do too much. And then you go to something like NXT where everybody's trying to knock it out of the park and you're just blown away by it. That NXT show live may have been better than the Philly show may have been. I
0: Really? Because, oh, Philly was pretty gosh darn fun. Oh,
1: this was a blast, Rob. That ladder match, I I went with my friend Jason, uh, uh, and I think Jason may follow you, I don't know. Uh, But we we were watching and we were both commenting that this may be Ricochet's first and last match at this rate because he's out there over-rotating on flips because he's so excited. He's bumping like a madman for the two big guys. These guys are looking to shorten careers for the sake of having a spectacular match and it and it worked. The Roddy turn in that match got huge heat. The title match was great. And let me tell you something. That Gargano Ciampa match, unsanctioned, including all the little subtleties in it. Drake not wearing a real referees uniform, the plant with the crutches, the ending with the brace. This is a perfect match. I watched it again last night. Um this is better than the Almas match. I know, I know that sounds sacrilege to you because we were there live.
0: Because we were there it's... live. Now, you were there live at both of them. I was there live <laughs> yes. at the one, and that's why I like the Royal Rumble weekend match a little bit better because I was there mm-hmm. live. It was so great. Um, yes. But this was a completely different type of match. You can't really compare the two one-on-one. This was, is this was a whole different story. This wasn't about Johnny Gargano trying to go for the championship that no one ever said he could win. This is Johnny Gargano getting back at a lifelong friend who betrayed him and cost him not only that championship— uh, but his his career basically.
1: Yeah, this is as close to a blood feud in NXT as I think we're ever going to get. Uh, this is as close to my favorite match being Magnum Tully I Quit as we're going to get. Uh, everything about this was laid out perfectly, from including the little pro wrestling nuances in there. You know, the the plant with the crutches. Um, and, and see, because I. I wasn't privy to commentary at the time we're watching the match. And as we you get to the end with, you know, taking off the brace, you know, so you could hit the knee. And then as he's, as he's transitioning into the STF, we're going, Oh, pl- you know, it'd be great here if he just picked up the brace and used that for more leverage. And then he did. And you just, Oh, you know, just, just screaming. Like, I mean, everything about this was laid out so great. And, and look, I, I think Okada is the best wrestler in the world, but I think right now Johnny Gargano is having the best 2018 of any wrestler
0: in the world. He's having the best year in the U.S., I would say. Yeah. I mean, this guy is the, the pillar of NXT right now, and who would have thought that was possible when he first came in? And this was Johnny Gargano who was coming in to the TV episodes, working without a Performance Center contract, without an NXT contract, without a WWE contract, just coming in for episodes. And he and Ciampa were so popular and got over so quickly that it got Johnny Gargano a full-time job. And now he is the head of NXT, if you will. I mean, amongst all the other guys that have come in now, Aleister Black is on the rise. He's the NXT champion. Uh, But Andrade Almas, a lot of these top signings, Ricochet even. I mean, Gargano very well could have a better run in NXT than Ricochet, of all people. Depends on how long Ricochet is in there. Uh, Johnny Gargano has been, along with Andrade Almas, the in-ring MVP over the last year. But popularity wise, this guy is a superstar and NXT. Oh, what do you think, Jeff, about Johnny Gargano's hopes in WWE? If he, he he's so popular in NXT, what if he were to get called up? Any chance that he can bring this type of success to the main roster?
1: I have my doubts um, because, number one, I think he'd be earmarked for 205.
0: Well, absolutely.
1: Uh, his problem right now is timing because of Daniel Bryan. He is he is the same archetype as Daniel Bryan, the guy who's a bit too small, but everybody loves him and everybody knows he's a great wrestler, and will get behind him. So that's the danger there. And it, knowing knowing Vince's instincts, if they brought him up to the main roster, the first thing they do is kill him to get him sympathy,
0: which they, would yeah yeah which would turn people. Now what if uh, what if he goes to two hundred five live? And Vince McMahon doesn't have his hands on that show. It's all Triple H, and Triple H just gives Johnny Gargano the mountain push up to the top of uh, of 205 Live. Uh, not seeing as many of the uh, cruiserweights on Raw these days. You get that one cruiserweight segment uh, if you're lucky, and that's pretty much it.
1: I think it's like being the prettiest girl in a small town. I, I think I think it it matters up to a point, but really, if if you want to judge yourself. You you go to the big city and see how you can do in Hollywood. So I mean it, it's it it's 205 is is what it is right now. It's it's an add-on to a tired smackdown crowd that a bunch of hardcore people on the network watch. And I don't think it's gonna be I don't think there's a possibility of a business changing thing where 205 live overtakes any main roster show oh no I,
0: no it'll and it won't get the resources to do so it's not so much about talent and hey can this show thrive I mean it's just not that's not what that show's about.
1: Well then that answers your question. If if you if a show can't thrive and you put a guy who's very popular well, on it.
0: It can thrive for what let it, let it is.
1: Yeah. Well for what it is. Yeah right. you have to put you have to put the caveat on it. But
0: no one's no one's watching two oh five live and gonna stop watching Raw because oh two hundred five deserves my time more. Just, no it's an I extra mean, show it,
1: I mean, as you and I, being grown men with jobs and social lives and whatnot know, it's hard to fit in all, what, seven to nine hours of television that they put out a week.
0: It's hard to fit so, into three hours on Monday.
1: Yeah, something has to give occasionally, and usually what that was was 205 for me. I would prefer for me, I mean, I, I I'm happy watching just NXT and 205, and that gets— you know, that makes me happy. Uh, but
0: yes or no, yes or no. Johnny Gargano will wrestle in a non cruiserweight match at WrestleMania someday.
1: Oh man. Um, I'm going to say yes, but I'm going to add the caveat that it's a battle Royal.
0: Oh, well, okay. I should, uh, (laughs) I mean, come on now, a non battle Royal slash non cruiserweight match. Uh, It's a tough, it's a tough call. It's a tough call in this uh, landscape. So you say no. Uh, We'll see. We shall see. Are you watching this Barry show on HBO?
1: Not yet. Don't have a lot of time. I just got home from WrestleMania. I'm still trying
0: to clean up.
1: (laughs) For God's sakes, Rob, don't ask me if I'm watching more shows.
0: I'm (laughs) telling you, uh, the wife and I just binged watch the uh, first three episodes. Not that it's hard to do. So I I mean, it takes about an hour and 10 minutes. These shows are, uh, you know, 20, 22 minutes long. But uh, yeah, I, I I felt and I asked you this because the show is about these acting classes, these small acting classes in L.A. It's about this guy who wants to become an actor who has a vastly different job. And it stars Bill Hader. You should uh, you should watch the show and let me it's know what you do.
1: It's the same. It's the same premise as Get Shorty, right? Hitman who wants to become a
0: Hollywood player. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess if that's what Get Shorty is about. Yeah. Because who the hell's ever seen that?
1: Well, it has its own show on, I think, the Audience Network, and it was made into a major motion picture. Actually, two of them.
0: Get Shorty. I remember Get Short. Is that the show? Get Smart. No, Get Smart. That's Get Smart. The, no, Get yeah. Shorty was
1: John Tra, John Travolta when hmm. he was on his ascension after Pulp Fiction and Danny DeVito. And uh, yeah, no, it's based
0: on an Elmore Leonard uh, book. Hmm. And which one is Major League? Jeez, really <laughs> um hey i want to i want to bring up this whole uh this week in rusev if you will okay um jeff hawkins your thoughts on rusev <laughs> uh
1: they well while we were recording the first time uh he changed his twitter handle he uh he, did he was... wait
0: did he change the actual twitter handle
1: no, no, no. He's still Rusev.
0: He's still Rusev up. bowl or whatever ball. Yeah. If you wish. Um, yes. so let's let backstory here. All right. Yes. We recorded this. Uh, we recorded most of this episode on Thursday. Here we are on Sunday. Now, I don't think a whole lot has changed so far, but on, on Wednesday, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. I believe it was Wednesday. WWE announced at the greatest Royal rumble happening in just a week or two, uh, in Saudi Arabia, the undertaker was going to wrestle a casket match against Rusev just out of nowhere announced this match. Rusev puts on Twitter, bury me softly, brother. And then there's a TMZ story with Lana and Rusev, and they're talking about burying his old ass. Yes. One day later, one day later is all it took. Rumors out there, Michelle McCool, not happy. Maybe Undertaker, not happy. All of a sudden, WWE announces Undertaker is now wrestling Chris Jericho in a casket match in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. And not only that, but Chris Jericho tweets out, I'm going to bury your ass. Doesn't say old ass. Just bury, I'm going to bury your ass. And now we have Undertaker and Chris Jericho and Rusev is relegated to the 50-man Royal Rumble match. Your take on all this craziness with Rusev changing the Twitter handle. He put a picture of the movie his wife is starring in, which is I think called Other Versions of You or something like that. Uh, So what do you make of Rusev, WWE, Lana, Undertaker, this drama?
1: Well, Michelle McCool watched the video and said they never and realized they never said what they said they did. So it was if there was just any the headline, right? Any, if yeah, if there was any anger coming out of this, it was overblown. And I don't hold out the, I don't hold out that they didn't complain because of the word old, because that seems to be a vanity thing for a lot of wrestlers. Hulk Hogan had it for a number of years. Don't call me old on screen. Don't call me old. You know, on television, you know, I'll wear the bandana, et cetera. Well, I for, have no problem. I have no problem with the yeah. vanity, of it. but I also don't ascribe anything more to them changing the opponent than having someone that Undertaker is possibly more comfortable with,
0: more comfortable with for a guy who's, you know, only maybe got a handful of matches left, if even uh, just rather working with Chris Jericho. Maybe Chris Jericho said, you know what? I'd like to work with Undertaker if you're giving out a singles match with him." And they changed it, you know, it's,
1: he's a veteran who knows Undertaker's style and can play with him a little bit more than I think
0: Rusev can. I have no problem with this. And not only this, but let's say for, for a small chance that WWE is like, you know what? We don't want to bury Rusev who's to say they just want that? you know, Chris Jericho's time as a main eventer is done. I mean, he comes in for the special, uh, the special events, but he's not going to be a, a future year long champion by any means. And maybe they have hope that Rusev one day. We'll be back up in that upper echelon. The merchandise is selling well, and we don't want to lose uh, him to the Undertaker here in this casket match. Uh, small likelihood that's the case, but still it could be a valid reason for taking Rusev out of this singles casket match. That would be an
1: amazing piece of self-awareness on their part.
0: Yeah. So not likely, of course. Right. But <laughs> it could be the reason uh, this greatest Roy rumble. I mean, it's uh It's a canon show right now. It's not like the Japanese special. Uh, This is Brock Lesnar going, you know, defending the championship. This is this is Roman Reigns going for the title. This is a raw tag team title match to determine new raw team title, raw tag team champions. This uh, this show is kind of a must see or at least must know about happening at, I believe, 9 a.m. local time for you, Jeff, on Friday.
1: And it's absolutely stupid and ridiculous. Um, I, I think it's actually, I think it's noon local time for me and I'll, well, no, I can, it's noon Eastern. Oh, it's noon Eastern. It is noon okay, Eastern. Then, then, it, then it is nine o'clock local time. It's stupid to make it canon. It was stupid to even put this out there on WWE television. In my opinion,
0: nine championships. Given, what are even the nine? It, it says what nine or seven championships, seven championships. I think seven championship matches with no women's title match. What are even the seven championships? All right, here we go. All right.
1: Let's see. Universal title. Yeah, that's WWE one. title. All right. US title which
0: oh, is getting yes. is
1: getting is getting defended overseas, which seems dumb. Uh Intercontinental title. Okay. Raw Tag Team title.
0: Ah, we're close.
1: SmackDown Tag Team title.
0: Hmm, what's the missing championship?
1: Cruiserweight championship.
0: Ah, there you go. There's your 7. God, how easy is that? How do you, so add in the women's championships and you have nine championships. Is that what we're saying? Nine titles right now, four and five on the two shows? Yes. What show has the extra, cha- oh, the Cruiserweight Championship, of course. The extra mm-hmm. title for the three-hour show when that, uh, here's, here's one for you, Jeff. We talked about Jar- Johnny Gargano wrestling at WrestleMania. Likelihood that we see a Cruiserweight Championship match on Raw this year. Uh, champ, a cha- an actual champion, an actual match. title match for the cruiserweight title on raw with the way that these pay-per-views are going, it would seem likely, yes, that the cruiserweight championship is the odd man out in having, having time on pay-per-view, but do they hold those matches off for two Oh five live? Cause what we've seen a lot of times is they build up the title match for two Oh five live on raw, but the actual title match happens on the network. Could we see a raw slot with a 15 minute cruiserweight title title match at some point this year?
1: We could, but we won't. We will see the set. We will see the setup matches as you, as you just alluded to. It's
0: going to be as elusive for raw as the universal championship. Yes. That's craziness. That's craziness. Um, so yeah, that, that is the greatest Royal Rumble and the Rusev stuff. A lot of people thinking Rusev is on the outs with WWE. Uh, I don't see him being gone anytime soon. Do you?
1: Um, I see the possibility because I still think they're holding against him. The whole Lana thing.
0: And what's the whole Lana thing?
1: That they wanted to push her into do uh, more of a central character on the show. And then she announced her engagement and that screwed everything up with the Ziggler
0: angle. Yeah, but still, I mean, they still tried to make her a singles. They put her with uh, with Tamina even. They still tried to make her a singles deal and it's not taken off. But they didn't want to make her a wrestler until the whole Emma thing fell through.
1: They so, wanted her just to be a central uh, character. I so think.
0: this is all Emma's fault. <laughs>
1: no, it's all... Uh, it's all TMZ's fault for uh, broadcasting that, oh, it's not real that Lana and Rusev aren't are apart now.
0: So I think the memory's long. Well, it's also crazy, too, because WWE is the one who feeds stories to TMZ. Like they tell, yes. hey, people are going to be here. So and so here's your story, blah, blah, blah. That's how it works with TMZ. What would you get mad I'm at hip- the guys out for a story you put out there?
1: The hypocrisy knows no bounds, nah, Rob.
0: Yes, it's true. This damn Triple H just isn't running things by Vince, and he's getting upset. This year's WrestleMania certainly was exciting, but if you couldn't get it up for WrestleMania, you need to try HIMS. 40% of men under the age of 40 struggle with sexual performance issues, and a solid WrestleMania card alone won't be able to solve this issue. Instead of turning to weird solutions like New Japan or Ring of Honor, head straight for medicine and science. That's where HIMSS comes in. 4HIMSS.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss solutions, skincare, and yes, sexual wellness. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to help treat ED. Now these solutions aren't snake oil pills or wacky over-the-counter supplements. They're real medicinal solutions backed by science. Roman Reigns' champion may not be able to do it for you, but 4HIMSS.com just might. Right now you can try Hims for a month for just $5. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. See website for full details. This would be a cost of hundreds if you went straight to the doctor or pharmacy. So go to slash stred right now. That's slash stred. slash stred. Well, let's talk about a couple of things from WrestleMania, which is uh, which forever will be part of the, the audio debacle we had. Uh, we got to talk about this main event, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Uh, after I believe I counted 18 F5s, Roman Reigns fell to Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania, a WrestleMania that featured the ending of Oscar's streak and Brock Lesnar pulling off the surprise win. So basically the, the doubling down on streaks and Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 30 in the same building. Uh, so I guess we all should have known, but Brock Lesnar remains the universal champion. And now because we're recording this on Sunday, uh, have a little bit more rumor, speculation, whatever you want out there. That maybe this was a last minute call. And Jeff, I know you love this excuse that Roman reigns may have been the, the, the defeated one here in Vince's eyes because the crowd wasn't going to cheer him. Like he just came to this re- uh, realization here. What do you make about Brock Lesnar, Roman reigns, Current Universal Champion, remaining Universal Champion, as we head into Backlash and beyond. I'm going to
1: backtrack a little bit because you mentioned Asuka's streak.
0: Yes, Asuka. She Asuka lost her streak.
1: Doesn't need it. She's a powerful character. She does not need the streak. I, I I hated all the belly aching about, well, why'd they do that? Just to have Charlotte lose the title. Because it resets the board for a lot of different things you can do in the division. And it also gives Carmella a chance to say... Charlotte can beat Oscar. I can beat Oscar if Charlotte's actually leaving. If she's not leaving the show, yeah. y- you have that whole thing. So I, I have no problem with that. I, I speculated yesterday that I think uh, what they should do is put all the horsewomen on one show. If they're going to build Charlotte and Rousey, put all the horsewomen, make them a unit, okay. and go after Rousey. I think that'd be a, a compelling story.
0: But the, whole, the whole idea of the horsewomen, though, is over. I mean, I, I kind of get that vibe that – You know, all four of them are completely separate. Now you have Bailey and Sasha. It's like when the radicals came in and eventually you separated them. But Benoit and Eddie were kind of still friends, but they were all four individuals at that point. This is what I feel the horsewomen are now. Charlotte is no longer entwined in that. Becky Lynch is no longer entwined in that. You have Sasha and Bailey kind of doing their angle and that's it.
1: It is, but you can always get the band back together. You can have Charlotte come in and go, what are you two doing? You two are friends, you know you've 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 double crossed each other enough bailey and sasha get on board with the team again we're getting the band back together and then becky gets drafted and then you have it right. i mean it, and then, it's easy yeah. to do
0: and we might see that uh we might see that this week uh because likely charlotte is going to be on a show with either sasha or bailey becky lynch yeah. might be on a show with sasha or bailey uh so yes we are going to be seeing that sometimes uh here with the upcoming superstar shake up the soup shake if you will
1: but- but as for Brock Roman...
0: Oh, and while this, you're talking about Brock Roman, too, talk about the uh, the crowd response. Because you were there live, and people yes. saw an apathetic crowd. Talk a little bit about that, too.
1: Uh, this crowd was apathetic from the get-go. They were not going to cheer this match at all. And in fact, what happened was the build turned them against Brock as well. Because he's leaving. They were never going to cheer <laughs> Roman.
0: And that's what they... They were never going to cheer right, Roman. WWE kind of wanted that, too. They just didn't realize... Oh, wait. if we turn people against Brock and they're still against Roman, we've set ourselves up for failure
1: exactly it's it's we've been saying this when we were speculating what would go on last every week. They're not going to cheer Roman. they're not going to cheer Roman, so it's dumb <laughs> to put Roman on last. Oh no, they'll they'll find a way around. No, they won't. They're not that clever. Um at least eight different chants, in an, including nXT Johnny Gargano, this is awful. Beach ball mania, because this was the only match where the beach balls came out. Uh, Cheers for Nicholas from the Braun Strowman match. Uh, Cheers for CM Punk and cheers for Daniel Bryan. Uh, This crowd literally turned off and did not pay attention to this match. I couldn't even tell you how good it was because I was watching it and nobody cared. So there was no response within the crowd. Other than when the blood started, and everybody kind of went, Ooh. and then when it ended, there was kind of a surprise pop. Um, I was watching a writer for WWE who was about twenty feet away from me uh, in the aisle with another guy, and they're just kind of amazed and kind of looking around at the rest of the audience, but also not terribly surprised. It seemed so. It it, it just it it was such a miscalculation on all parts, and this whole show was the order went bad after Rousey. And uh, Hunter, because the stretcher job on Daniel Bryan was another miscalculation. You get the guy with the oh, most sure. goodwill, you take him out immediately in the match, right. and, and while it's a, and while it was executed properly, it was booked poorly,
0: correct? It wasn't a poor ex- execution, they did what they wanted to do. But like, what are right. you planning here? I mean, Daniel Bryan had waited for three years, why'd you have to make him wait for 10 more minutes? It didn't build up any anticipation, just put him on the ringside. Put him on the ring apron. Wait for a tag. Build up anticipation the right way, so people know, hey, Daniel Bryan's there. He's going to get in at some point. I can't wait for that to happen. Instead of what the hell are they doing? Why are you know, we the Dan- stretcher job? Yeah. Two stretcher jobs for Daniel Bryan since announcing his return. Two in like three weeks.
1: Yeah, the John Cena Undertaker thing was so drawn out, they got ridiculous, especially with the special effects. The uh, what what else was uh, in in that whole? Oh, the AJ Shinske match suffered from being built up as a dream match, and then not delivering as a dream match. You were expecting Shinsuke to kick out of that first, uh, oh, what does he call that move? <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I'm the blanking Fantastic for The uh the fabulous forearm, the phenomenal forearm. No, no, not, forearm. The,
1: not, not the forearm, the one that pinned him. I
0: mean, what the hell pinned him? It was the forearm, wasn't
1: it? No, it was the, uh, the pile driver move That You don't tick your tuck your head.
0: Uh, the Styles Clash?
1: Styles Did Clash. Did he lose Thank to the Styles
0: you. Clash? I thought he lost I, to the forearm.
1: I thought he lost. Okay. I can't
0: I, remember. No, I'm, I, I don't know. I, this match was over, and I'm like, okay. It, it was not even about the match at that point. It was about the heel turn of Shinsuke Nakamura, yes. which it I am was, excited for. An,
1: no, that that yeah. was perfect. Yeah, I'm excited everything for the future on that. Shinsuke heel turn was perfect, but when you say something's going to be a dream match, and then you turn it into an angle, it's going to disappoint. So everything was kind of the law of diminishing returns when you get to Brock and Roman, which people just did not care about at that point. And then after seeing the, co- the comedy did not buffer mm-hmm. as much as it should have with, with Braun and Nicholas
0: doing <laughs> Braun and Nicholas. It, hey, am I uh, the only one who's excited that at least we won't get Shinsuke versus Jinder anytime soon?
1: Yes. You, you, you are not the only we are, one. We are um,
0: saved. We are safe from that. However, we might get Mr. Randall K. Orton versus Shinsuke again sometime, which I can't wait for. Yeah. But,
1: uh, No, there was something, uh, that, that was brought up originally that we need to bring up. It's the, the raw crowd was almost the mania crowd or what it should have been. And the mania crowd was far more rabid and what was, what you would think the raw crowd was going to be.
0: Yeah, they were, they were intersp. I mean, it was, uh, the raw crowd was exactly what you think the mania crowd is going to be full of casuals. They're just loud for everything, but they're not taking things away. They're not doing random chants. WrestleMania was the raw after mania crowd. It was weird. They were transposed. It was, it was, do you guys buy the right tickets? You guys know what show you're at. This isn't raw after mania. It's WrestleMania. It's not WrestleMania. It's raw after mania. What do you, it it was fine. I liked it on raw for sure. Like the raw, the raw on TV and you were there live. The raw on TV came off super well.
1: Yeah. And I think letting go of a bunch of tickets or releasing a bunch of tickets in the premium section On that day, which apparently is what happened because I had friends who picked them up, helped the casuals get more tickets that were in town for the money. But also, I mean, the one thing that they do now yearly that drives me insane, this is the show where you are showcasing the new talent you were bringing up Mm -hmm. for the audience. To put that preamble, this is an odd crowd. Sometimes they boo people you're supposed to cheer and cheer people you're supposed to boo. What is that telling the audience? They're telling the audience not to listen to this crowd.
0: <laughs> yep, when you're yeah.
1: trying when you're trying to teach them how they should react. Yeah, and the One people
0: the-, the people who may not know any better are going to see that Ember Moon debut and be like, wait, how wait a should second. I react? Yeah, how cr- should I react? The crowd's yeah. cheering her, but is she bad? Cuz I don't know cuz Michael Cole said that I shouldn't listen to this crowd.
1: Exactly. You set up that whole thing so that we shouldn't pay attention to how the audience reacts and that just undercuts everybody and look I'll I'll give the example of of Cass and and uh, Enzo because they were hugely over when they debuted and it took a couple of weeks and they finally found a crowd where the crowd wasn't sure how to react i think it was actually the next week or the or the week after mm-hmm. and then eventually the crowd got into it but no you you don't you don't diss your own hardcore audience. Mm -hmm. That is just stupid business. It seems silly.
0: It seems silly. Hey, where the hell is big Cass at? He's been cleared. I know. I was surprised that you didn't see him at all this week.
1: I think he may get, he may be involved in this shakeup. I think there's a few people that haven't been shown yet who maybe get involved in this shakeup. I think sanity is a big possibility. And perhaps mm -hmm. even with Paul Ellering,
0: maybe, maybe. Yeah. There's a, there's an idea. You kind of bring up sanity. Although if you bring them up with Paul Ellering, wouldn't it make sense to put them in Age of uh, not Age of the Fall, but Authors of Pain on the same show? And then, are you really bringing up two NXT acts to feud with each other right away?
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I it's just an idea. Yeah,
0: it is it, it is an idea. It is not a terrible one.
1: I think Almas may get brought up somewhere.
0: Okay. Uh. Yeah. Two o five live. You you can have two o five live come out on Tuesday and Drake's like, Hey, I'm involved in the Superstar shakeup, I'm going to bring up Andrade Almas. Uh, to be oh, the do you think they relegate division. him
1: to 205 or do you think they bring up him and Zelina as an act? Because they can get well, great
0: heat with yeah, Zelina. That is the chance. I mean, Andrade Almas is a cruiserweight-ish, but he has that uh he has that look like yes, he can come up on a main roster and, and do some things. I don't know. The fact that Zelina Vega is with him makes it more likely he'll be up on the main roster and not just two oh five live, because without Zelina, this guy's probably an NXT lifer. Yes. Until they just don't realize what more to do with him and do the Hideo Itami move where, hey, we're going to call him up, have him win, win a couple of matches. But when there's no crowd reaction, we're just going to not even air him on TV. Like, where the hell is Hideo Itami at this point? Can't no, get and anywhere. There's, that,
1: there's absolutely the possibility that they leave him down there to, to do the Gargano Candice LeRae intergender tag matches.
0: Hideo Itami didn't appear on, like, any show the um, entire WrestleMania w- week, did he?
1: Uh, he was in a video on the 205 oh, okay. Live. In when, a uh, video,
0: yes. No matches. When, uh, no. No matches for Mr. Hideo Itami. Uh So, things going really well for him. And then the last thing I want to talk about here, Jeff, uh, mm-hmm. in this part two recording, is what was the biggest match at WrestleMania, the most, uh, one of the matches I will remember long uh, long after this, and probably the only match I'll go back and re-watch, maybe multiple times, Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. This thing had almost everything. And the first thing I want to start with is how amazing was it that after some of the talk on this show about how Kurt Angle was going to have to be the workhorse when Kurt Angle just can't work anymore. Ronda Rousey went in there and she was the workhorse. She took a ton of this match. She was going up there against Stephanie and Triple H doing the armbar stuff. She was all over the place. She was hyped. Uh, Give credit to Jake uh, Drake Wertz, the referee who who had a, phenan- a phenomenal weekend himself, wrestling yes. or refing the Gargano match and the Rousey match at WrestleMania. Uh, after working with Rousey for months at the PC, uh, Ronda Rousey over delivered by a huge amount and cemented the at least this year she can be a big baby face because she did not disappoint or let people down at WrestleMania.
1: And she was doing a lot of the little things well too, like talking smack to Triple H when the, when she got the first tag in there and did the somersault, went into the rope, she kind of, uh, you know, she did the come on gesture and she, she mouthed, come on, bitch. I thought that was, that was hot fire. I was like, man, she's really into this. Um, yeah, no, there's no doubt that she over delivered on this match and that's what really made this, uh, the, the whole putting triple H on her shoulders and lifting him was a, a nice feat too. Uh, when you're saying, did you say the match of the weekend or the match of WrestleMania,
0: the match of WrestleMania, the one I'm going to go back and rewatch from WrestleMania, because I love going back and rewatching WrestleMania last year's WrestleMania with the with the Goldberg match with the Hardy Boys return. And there's, yeah. there's one other thing I usually go back and rewatch, but I can't quite remember it right now. There were there's a couple of things you go back and rewatch from previous WrestleManias, like, hey, I got to watch that again. The only thing right now, at least a week later, that I really want to go back and rewatch and maybe we will do so multiple times is this Rousey tag. There just wasn't that much of, "Okay, I need to rewatch this immediately type of stuff on this year's WrestleMania. Uh,
1: I will probably rewatch the Oscar Charlotte match. I thought that was really, really good. I did. I I really enjoyed that a whole lot. And there's a chance I will probably go back to the pre-show and rewatch Cedric Alexander Mustafa Ali. At okay. least once, yeah, that's, because a, that's that, a pretty good one. That that was that was quite a good match. Both those matches were really really good, but yes, they pale in comparison to the both the story aspect and the match aspect of of the of the mixed tag. Uh,
0: otherwise, I mean, a good WrestleMania. The first half of which was leading to possibly the best WrestleMania of all time. I mean, it was not a not a disappointing WrestleMania. I just think it ended with a poorer last hour between that Nakamura Styles match, just under delivering. And uh, the surprise for surprise sake of Brock Lesnar winning. I mean, this is Roman Reigns, the guy who probably should have won the belt two years ago, despite the crazy ending with Seth Rollins, should have been the champion two years ago. They they did not match the intensity and the match level of that WrestleMania 32 main event. They just are they
1: bel- are they belting him in Saudi Arabia?
0: I mean, I don't want them to, and not just because it's, oh, anti-Roma, you know, anti-Roman Reigns I, stuff. I'm Roman reigns be the champ. I'm
1: not asking that. I'm not asking that. I'm yeah. asking, do you think they belt him in Saudi Arabia just to, just to shove it down our throats well, on no. that next Monday? I
0: don't think that's the reason. I think, okay, you're giving this big of a show to Saudi Arabia. They are going to leave them with a title change. They are going to make it an important must-watch show. They are giving the title match and the title change to Saudi Arabia. They are going all wait, out for the show.
1: Hold on then. Let me ask you this then. Did they hold off on the title change just for that aspect? Do you think?
0: I think that was a majority of it.
1: Oh my God. That What are they doing?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is their WrestleMania. This show in Saudi Arabia is their WrestleMania more so than WrestleMania was. Um, and, and I think that's part of it. I think they're going to give Roman Reigns the championship. If they want that championship match. At least it made the decision easier not to give Roman the belt at WrestleMania because this show was happening. They could do it here. Uh, and maybe they shock us again and Brock Lesnar leaves the champion and we move on and, and we don't have it. But I, I think we're getting Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns for the championship at Backlash. I think that's the title match. It's not just going to be a grudge match. It'll be four. Four. The Raw Universal Champion, um, but overall, I mean, I I liked WrestleMania. I think I think the crowd was probably tired a little bit at the end. The crowd seemed like they arrived pretty early. I mean, there was a pretty good size crowd. Oh, it was for, full. It was yeah, full for the, the pre-show. pre-show. It yeah. was,
1: and everybody was there the entire seven hours, and it felt and, like uh, seven yeah, hours.
0: Maybe maybe we uh, we shouldn't mind that the crowd arrives late sometimes. Maybe they would have. I, uh, I'll tell you one thing. Like this is a uh, obviously a hindsight gripe. AJ Nakamura should open the show. I agree. Absolutely should have been the number one match on that show. Why? You're going to have a crowd who already likes Seth Rollins, who already likes Finn Balor. They had a banger on Raw. You don't need to put them on first. They did not need the help. If you were going to deliver a 15 to 20 minute Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles match that was going to end up like that. Now, maybe they trusted Nakamura and AJ more to go out there at the end and get the crowd back into it. And it's a plan that just didn't work. That's fine. If the plan just didn't work. Okay. But they, in hindsight, they should have gone on number one.
1: No, you know what it was. They were going to avoid the criticism of when, remember when Del Rio, I think won the rumble and he went on first and we all thought, isn't this supposed to be the main event? Well, don't ugh. you main event yeah. when you do that? If they had put him on first, this but crowd I mean, would have crapped on the rest of the show. I don't think so though. I do.
0: I really don't because uh, there was plenty on that crowd to like. I mean, I, I thought the John Cena stuff was, uh, I maybe would have done a little bit more with John Cena and building up the anticipation of whether undertaker was there. And then once they did, once they have John Cena run to the back and then he comes out for a match and you try to give the old bait and switch. Like you tried to make it look like, okay, this match might not actually act or might not actually happen. Like that's one step a little too far. Like we know he's out here. The match is happening. Quit trying to trick everybody.
1: Yeah, and kind of being hokey with the it's Deus Ex Machina and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah, look, the clothes are mine. in there. Lightning's gonna. Oh yeah, it. lightning. Like, oh, you yeah. oh, know, yeah, whatever.
0: How did that, the that American, look live? Was I'm one, there? i
1: one who wanted the American badass. So, well, what that wasn't.
0: That was never going to happen. That was never going. That part of it. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. I know. It wasn't.
0: How did the lightning look live? There was no lightning, right? That was CGI on the screen or some type of graphics on the screen. Like, what did you see live with the uh, with the Undertaker stuff in the ring?
1: I think it was live because the only stuff I remember not being live was uh, like the big old Oscar masks and like the stacks of pancakes for the new day entrance. Those were CGI'd in, you know, some of those for some of the entrances and stuff. There wasn't any like giant props like last year. Okay. Um, but I think the lightning was live.
0: Okay. The lightning in the arena. That's what you're saying. Yes. Hmm. That's a miracle. God, Undertaker has powers, man. He can bring lightning to the arena. He can kick Rusev out of the arena.
1: We can talk Charlotte Asuka when we talk SmackDown call ups, if you'd like. Um, yeah.
0: So I want to get into this. We had some, uh, we had some new faces, returning faces on Raw. We had some new faces, returning faces on SmackDown. We start on the Raw side. The authors of pain are up, and Paul Ellering is out. Yeah. Do you think Paul Ellering brings in another team? I think Paul Ellering's done. I think he—they uh, brought him in. It worked. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be a regular. I think he's just go back to what he was doing, whatever that may have been. I think he's done as a character.
1: No, I I, I agree with that. I just I I, I think the authors of Payton need someone with them. I think they need someone to speak for them. I I think they can kill people, but that only gets you so far because it makes you the Bludgeon Brothers well, at some
0: point. Okay, but we. Th- we, you think they need someone to carry them. What if they're both really great on the mic and we don't know it yet because they haven't had to do it? What if they actually have potential? What if one of them, what if Occam? what if Rezar is the next Hulk Hogan, the next John Cena, the next top right. guy, well, and we don't know yet.
1: Okay, but if they had that potential, wouldn't you have seen it on NXT?
0: I mean, they were only there for a year and a half, man. Only a year and a half. And we never got the chance because they were a tag team and they couldn't talk. I'm telling you, I think Razor, Razor might surprise you.
1: I would not be surprised. I, I don't think it's
0: going to happen. But but let me do something here. Razor Braun Strowman main event of WrestleMania 36.
1: Let, let's say Ellering goes and brings back like Killian Dane and Alexander Wolf. Gross. I know, but I'm just thinking.
0: Killian Dane can go. Hey, here's hot take on who should go from NXT and maybe not fired. Do something else. That's fine. You don't have to fire guys. Uh, no interest in Killian Dane. After that
1: ladder match, after that ladder match, he's a made man. He deserves
0: everything he gets. No, he can he can go away. He can go uh, join the SmackDown Tag Division. He can he can go on 205 Live. Uh, He can do something else. He can do something. Make another NXT that you can put War Machine on with Killian Dane. Like get these guys out of my hair. The Ascension. They can go on the Ascension (laughs) show. They can become bit players on Fashion Files. (laughs) <laughs> go to Fashion Files on SmackDown. I don't to see them. I, I, okay. what? War Machine and Insanity are the same people.
1: I agree. And they're the same as the Bludgeon Brothers and the Ascension.
0: They're the same people, man. I mean, it's, it's yeah, they're the same. Stop hiring the same and, people. And the
1: Wyatt family and, and anybody else who has that, that, ooh, we bring chaos gimmick. And the Authors of Pain, if you want to do that.
0: And we're raiding NXT. Man, we just had Sanity raid NXT. We just got rid of Authors of Pain who were raiding NXT. All these guys raid NXT. You know what? Raid some other show. I don't need to right. see it. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, call-ups. We're, call-ups, yes. Speaking of call-ups, called up from Bellator. Bobby Lashley <laughs> is on WWE <laughs> Raw, at least for now. Who knows? Because there's a superstar shakeup next week. All these people who debuted on the show, I bet they end up on the other show no i don't think so either bobby lashley's there to stay um
1: although lash had a great backstage promo that gives me hope yes. that this
0: run's gonna be better well here's the thing i i think this is late stage batista instead of early stage batista like bobby lashley was this is a gives guy no
1: f's batista he was out of the are, company are we talking, uh, hold on are we talking pink polo shirt i think so bro glasses hugging babies and kissing fat
0: girls I, batista i think it's oh. that version I think that's what we're going to see with Bobby. Lashley. he went out to TNA where he had more freedom. He could figure out who he was. He went to Bellator. He did. He, he lived a life over the last, uh, how long was he gone? Even was it, has it been 10 years? Like it's been a while it's since close. he was around. It's been a long time. So it, he, he went out there. He's, he's a different person coming back. Now he's more confident. He's not Bobby Lashley. Oh, I hope I keep my spot. He's Bobby Lashley. Like, Hey, they paid me to come back. They, they want me. They need me. Uh, And I think we're going to see a really good Bobby Lashley that can be a true main eventer that can be someone who wrestles Brock Lesnar for the title and wins like Bobby Lashley. He's the guy that can beat Brock Roman. Don't beat Brock with Roman Reigns and Jeddah. Don't do it. You should have done it. at WrestleMania. If you wanted to, you should have done it two years ago. I mean, yeah, it was a cool moment. We still remember it. Seth Rollins should not have been involved in that main event at WrestleMania 32. Shouldn't have been. But I I will say this.
1: Let me cut in here. No, ben. it's if your gonna, show. It, uh, no, it's not. Uh, if if you're gonna debut and re- and bring back people on Raw and SmackDown, they did this again this year, Rob, where they give the the uh, the disclaimer that this audience is full of rabid fans. Oh, and who it was sometimes so... boo people they cheer for. You should be cheering for and cheer people you should be booing for. It's so wacky. You don't do that because this is the show so where annoying. other people watch, where other people watch to see how they should react. This is yes. why Enzo Cast got so over so quickly. It part because of it. everybody went ape shit for them when they appeared. So everybody else learned, oh, we should go ape shit too. Oh, no, ape crap, sorry, for the PG reasons Correct. Ring right. Too. It's
0: PG here, son. Um, yeah, and you're absolutely right because what if you're a casual viewer who doesn't know that this is stupid WWE speak, like just because Vince is mad at wrestling fans? Um, we can see or through it.
1: ruining all my plans for Roman. I got to get angry at him now. Booga, booga, booga.
0: But you are telling people at the start of your show that these fans are crazy. They boo who, they, who regularly they would cheer. They cheer who they regularly would boo. Ember Moon comes out. Oh, she's getting cheered. Is this someone bad? Should I not be cheering for her because this crowd exactly. is wacky?
1: Exactly. The doubt creeps in. Should I not? Because these people may be cheering for someone I shouldn't be. Oh, I'm going to wait for next week when they're in Poughkeepsie and nobody knows yeah. who she
0: is. If I'm, if I'm Cedar Rapids, Iowa fan, and I'm saying like, oh, if I go to a show in Cedar Rapids, I should boo this lady because the, the New Orleans crowd is cheering her. That must be wrong because Corey Graves told me so. Um, the debuts on Raw were perfect. Bobby uh, Lashley, uh, uh, Authors of Pain. Um, I want to talk. And, I, I know it's not the... Ember Moon. Yes, Ember, Ember Moon, Moon is Ember there.
1: Moon was a, Ember Moon was a great oh, debut Oh, she was fantastic.
0: She was fantastic. Um, Especially
1: after getting Apollo creted on <laughs> the previous night. Dancing to the music, comes out, gets killed. Yeah. Um, no, that was really good. And you know what? For what it was, No Way Jose.
0: No Way Jose debuted. The crowd was excited to see him. Uh, I don't know what storyline you're going to start seeing for this guy. Is he just going to be that that uh quick match break on raw where it's like okay this is the fun portion of the show or is it going to fade out very quickly like adam rose did
1: i think the latter
0: okay Hopefully i think ev- i me.
1: think eventually i think eventually they'll put him up with like the fashion police or something
0: um if i'm wwe i'm putting the miz with him and i'm putting him with him fast like not with him as a tag team by any means i i'm that's your program no way jose the miz cuz the miz will get it over he will It'll feel like something important, too. If, if you're in there with The Miz, it's oh, an important part down. of the show.
1: Slow down, because this is the same thinking as Chris Jericho and Fandango for WrestleMania.
0: I don't think so. Well, Fandango, that match seemed more important because it wasn't you. The crowd thinks Chris Jericho stuff is important. Like, it's what you do afterwards. Like, Fandango beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. That's pretty cool. But you put week in and week out. Tell me that fans won't believe that No Way Jose is more important than maybe he is because he's in there promos week after week matches with The Miz, who is a star you, on television.
1: He is a star on television, but does he have the wrestling star heft?
0: The Miz is basically to, to this generation's Hulk Hogan.
1: <laughs> okay, that that's a bit much. All it's right. a bit over the
0: line. Okay. All right. um, 94. But, you know, 94. I mean,
1: you understand my dad. I mean,
0: I do. Yes. I understand everything. I, I'm pretty much all knowing. Okay. Um, Samoa Joe came back. Not a debut, but I wanted to bring this on because Samoa Joe. Perfect. Uh, I mean, it, it seems likely, yes. I, it, maybe it's hard to tell what's likely because Roman Reigns was probably going to win at WrestleMania until it didn't happen. Uh, Roman Reigns going into Jetta, Cage Mac cage match Brock Lesnar. They want to cap off this big event. You know, what's a a historic event. And obviously it keeps being told to us that it's the most important event ever. Uh, Roman Reigns wins the title. They want to do a title change in Saudi Arabia, make that show feel even more important and get all their business, all the Saudi money. That's fine. Roman Reigns wins that. It seems like they've set up Roman's next challenger and the next title match at backlash. They've already announced Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. No Brock Lesnar match on that show as of yet. We could be seeing Samoa Joe as the WWE universal champion.
1: We're not going to, but we could. Although, although, man, if he wins the title in Saudi Arabia, thank goodness they changed the finish, which was just a ridiculous story. I mean, come on. I, I, I didn't understand why. I, I thought Joe's promo was pitch perfect here. And and he's great at delivering these types of promos.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: But Roman got no sympathy whatsoever. No, for because that, for that promo.
0: Yeah, I mean Roman's good. I like Roman. Um,
1: I do too. I like him. I just don't think he, I think he's miscast you can't, horribly. No. for what he's doing.
0: Right. No, I I agree. I agree. He could have been uh, the last two years US, US Open title challenge. John Cena, is what Roman Reigns should be. Like you know, he's a biggish star, but he's not really in the world title picture. He's not. He's not on TV as the as the top guy, but, you know, the crowd sees him as a top guy. There, There's there's a way two you years do that. ago, two years ago, if they had made him corporate Roman, he'd be it over as a baby face right now. Could be could be. I mean, it did wonders for the Usos going bad. Maybe yeah. we need, maybe we need that out of Roman. They're doing it with Shinsuke now. Um, So that's the Oh, uh, I
1: love that. Oh, let's go into well, that. We're going to get into that.
0: that. It's it's time right. for the Smackdown portion of this week in WWE. Um, okay. But before we get all the way there. Before we get all the way there, Paige is the new general manager of SmackDown, replacing Daniel Bryan, who, was, uh, who is no longer in the position because he's an active wrestler again. So Paige, one night after retiring from Raw as an in-ring competitor, looks like she'll be on WWE TV as long as really she wants to be as the uh, GM, the Vicky Guerrero of this decade.
1: Her promo on Raw was heartfelt and touching and great. I am in the very, very vocal minority, in that I think Paige needs to walk away from wrestling, in that I think it exacerbates some of her more destructive personal qualities see I, and well, I thi- and I think and I think the longer that she stays in this general manager uh, position, partying. And going hey, on the road and living that lifestyle. Don't
0: play psychologist. And also. No,
1: I'm not. I'm not going to play psychologist. I'm okay. not playing psychologist at all. I'm just saying, I think that, 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 that. I'm not, I'm not giving a mental breakdown of her. I just think that this is what it does to, to her personality. That's not a psycho- uh, psychological but, thing. But based There's on proof what we, of that,
0: well, no, based on what we know, like the year she was away from the road of WWE was her in, seemingly most destructive year in the news. Wasn't it? When she didn't have the day in and day um, out.
1: Somewhat, but she was still around all the time. I mean, because when she was dating Del Rio. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying I think the business is toxic to someone who's been in it all their life and just go do something else for a while to make sure that this is what you want to do with the rest of your life. Cause you're at that age where you're still young enough to be able to do something else.
0: What if she does figure out what if she left and figured out, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to be a TV character on WWE. Maybe that spot wouldn't be there for her. If she left for a year or two.
1: That's, that's a very big risk.
0: Yes, that is. And if this is all she knows and all she likes, why not do it right now?
1: Because when you hit 35 and they decide you're no longer good looking enough to be on television and you have to do something else, then all you had was wrestling. And then you have to go try and find something else. That That's my thing. It, it's like being a child actor. And then you hit puberty. And then all of a sudden, the casting agents don't call as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And you're frustrated. So...
0: Asuka did not win the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte defeated Asuka at WrestleMania to end the streak... Your current SmackDown women's champion is Carmella.
1: I'm fine with all of this. I am not I am I don't I don't understand
0: I mean I'm not the, I'm not mad but
1: you ended the streak for that. Look, they were gonna end the streak anyways because yeah. Asuka doesn't need the streak.
0: Charlotte's Ooh. gonna Charlotte's gonna win the title 17 times quickly.
1: You yeah, and exactly. You keep saying she's gonna win the title 17 times. She's so you have win. to get the belt off of her occasionally to do that. Yep. You introduce the iconics as very, very strong here. You give Carmela a program with Asuka, should she jump, saying, Oh, I beat Charlotte. Why couldn't you? And then Asuka kills her, which is fine. My, if you uh... don't if you don't, you have Charlotte chasing yeah. Carmela as the person with actual skill versus the flake champion, which is a good program.
0: I tweeted, out, I tweeted out that uh, because, you know, well, well, my, wife, my wife did not like the segment. We watched this live on SmackDown. My wife hated it. She thought the Iconics were annoying. She was like, who is this Carmella? Didn't Charlotte just defeat Asuka? Why is Charlotte losing the belt in this way? Like, she, she didn't like any of it. She didn't like any of it. All right. And I tweeted that out. My wife didn't like any of it. And the responses, all the responses seem to be the same. Well, this is how they move Charlotte to Raw. If that's the only reason, they could have had Asuka win.
1: No, yes, and I agree, and you know what they really need to do here? They need to have Charlotte be beat up, and they don't do injuries like that. They don't they, – because people want to see the stars as they know. So if she would come out, you know, maybe with a limp, maybe a little beat up, maybe a little bruised, and then the Iconics did that, and then Carmella cashed in, it would have gone over much better than full-strength Charlotte getting her butt kicked.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. It was just, uh, and again, I'm not mad at it. This is the direction they're going. That's fine. I wonder if Carmella really needed to win the championship right now. And I know you're time sensitive. You're coming up on money in the bank. Like, whatever. Just have her lose and then win the title later on if you want her to be in that picture. Like, right now, the heat is kind of on Carmella because she won the title. It's kind of on the Iconics because she was the they were the reason why Charlotte ended up losing to Carmella. And if Charlotte just goes to Raw right now, she's not going to get the comeuppance on either two of them we're just going to have Iconics and Carmella as the heels and then some made up baby face moving from raw to take the top spot on SmackDown. If it's not Becky Lynch like, and, and no, and no heat like this is just, this is the way we write people off.
1: Well, okay. But, but look at it the other way. If you, if you have Charlotte win and she still has the title, you have no real fresh division other than the fact that you have some new faces in it because all the Iconics are, are the new, riot squad for the most part. They're they're there are a couple of girls who beat up Charlotte a bit, and Charlotte eventually takes them down because she's an overpowering babyface.
0: I like the uh I like the iconics and Peyton yelling out because we're the future. I'm like, Charlotte just came here three years ago. Like she ain't exactly old either. Two years ago even.
1: I think they tapped into something with the iconics on the main roster that they didn't have on NXT. And I'm I'm still not sure what it is, but I think it's a little bit less of the they're teenage girls who are being mean versus, say, the two women in your office who are mean kind of thing. There's a certain maturity there. Certain. Uh, hold on.
0: <coughs> Sorry, I'm just coughing all over the place today because of my throat's dry. Uh, it's all the traveling, man. Hey, did you? Were it you weren't were at the Hall of Fame ceremony for. No, WWE, so I'm not right? getting.
1: I'm not getting. Measles.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a scary situation. Everyone who went to the Hall of Fame in New Orleans is going to be sick and die. Like that should be a bigger news story. That everyone who went to the Hall of Fame is on their deathbed.
1: Yeah, um, but but the gear was better for them. The act was better. I liked the imi- do that imitation you do of her. You know, it wasn't that do that little imitation that you do. You know, thing that they were doing in NXT. It was kind of a more.
0: It was the content of up, the imitation. Gro-
1: grown up, grown up version of being being a, a mean per- mean girl, which was kind of cool. I thought, and they got Billy Kay's makeup right, which. I was very thankful for. I thought because there was something off about that in NXT. I don't know why it was, but okay. well, you know, the you know the 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 glam squad can sometimes overdo it at times.
0: The introduction, uh, the introduction of heel, sarcastic Shinsuke Nakamura happened on this
1: fantastic. show. Fantastic fan, 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 fantastic! Absolutely great, sarcastic. Oh, oh and it played into the whole story of the go home show for smackdown where aj gets the better of him by faking going for the uh, for the forearm right or or the whatever it was the forearm, and then, yep. and, then mm-hmm. and then and then shinsuke freaks out yeah and everybody thinks oh he's playing head games and, and and shinsuke's too emotional oh i'm sorry am i too emotional and then they played into every meta commentary thing about the english stuff well, oh, that, it was so great! It well, was the, so That was great. the
0: that was the whole story for the last couple of weeks because it was the need of the face. Like right before that, when Shinsuke told AJ that AJ is too emotional, and here yeah. it was. It was just it was just Shinsuke, you know, trying to to dodge the fact, the self aware fact that he's the emotional one. And now we're not going to get emotional, Shinsuke Nakamura. We're going to get Shinsuke who knows what he wants. It's the title. It's the beat AJ, and he's just going to go do it. I assume he's just going to go do it. We're going to get another AJ Shinsuke match, um, a match, a couple of pay-per-views too late because that could have been a really big main event where they have time to put on an all-time classic. If they were single branded shows and not dual branded shows, now you're going to have five matches from raw, five matches from SmackDown on every single pay-per-view and nothing's going to get that much time, which whatever. Uh, yeah. We're going to probably see this one again. We could see it in Jeddah. Hopefully, hopefully it's more of a backlash match, um, I, how much important stuff can you do on a show that's happening 12 PM Eastern on a Friday afternoon In how, another
1: country? Yeah.
0: It just, it, it, yeah, it's happening in another country, but just when it's airing in the U S like it's great for those worldwide. It, it's, it's a cool thing. Uh, you know, you'll come home from work on a Friday. Maybe you'll watch it Sunday in the traditional pay-per-view time slot. That, and that would be cool too. It's just, it's going to be a taped show for most people. I don't think most people are watching this thing live. Like at no. four p.m. East, three or four p.m. Eastern, you're going to finally see Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns in the cage match. I know I'm not going to be at work watching this thing. That's for sure. I don't think most people yeah. will be.
1: Yeah, it's a problem. And I had no issue with Shinsuke breaking up the AJ Daniel Bryan fantasy match. Right. We because you can't use dream match
0: twice. Correct. Because right now you shouldn't be losing for Daniel and you shouldn't be losing for AJ. <laughs> you you get the heat there, and then you'll want to see AJ and Daniel Bryan later on again, and you'll probably see it unless Daniel Bryan moves to Raw, which could be a thing. We're gonna get superstars moving.
1: And it's good and it tweaked the right people. Yeah. You know, the oh look, we're getting AJ and Daniel Bryan. Oh, come on, nerds. Now we're gonna break that up and it gets Shinsuke the heat. I was fine with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was cool stuff. Anything else big from raw or SmackDown? You want to talk about the future? Um, I mean, NXT takeover, you're at all these shows live. What else, what else stands out from your trip to WrestleMania week?
1: I think next year, if I go to mania and I'm still not, I mean, I don't like New York,
0: but no, you just, just do the rumble in Phoenix and be, be on with your life.
1: Well, NXT and, uh, raw. I think are going to be the two shows I look at and then I'll watch I'll watch mania on television with snacks.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, if it's anything like this year, it's going to be 35 degrees and snowy.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, um, but look, if if you get a chance to go to an NXT show before a major pay-per-view, do it. Yeah, I mean, I I think Rob would agree that is that Phoenix NXT show. I am definitely going to be at. I may go to all in now, though. Did you know that?
0: Oh, okay. Well, if you go, I'll go. Okay, cool. I mean, I'll, I'll go to all in. I mean, there's going to be tickets available. (laughs) Eh, That's not a shot. I'm just saying if they're running this giant ass building, I don't think they can get 10,000 people. I mean, they announced Kazuchika Okada for this all in show. And I'm like, of course, they're going to announce Kazuchika. Of course he was going to be there. Why is this a surprise to people? They're bringing in new Japan people. It's going to be a ring of honor, new Japan co-promoted show, just like any other area. Uh, And they're going to have to more than double the last Chicago show that ROH came to the arena in. And I don't know if they're going to more than double it. So 10,000 is their goal. Good for them. If you draw anything above 5,000, it's a big time event. It's a big time show. It's amazing. Like it's not a success or a failure. If they draw 10,000 more or less, Uh,
1: I'll give some highlights of the shows that I'll give some highlights of the shows that I went to uh, a few months. Oh, you'll be there. Will we do the podcast fest too? Will that be done? Uh hell no. <laughs> uh Rev Pro, the Minoru Suzuki Jeff Cobb match was great. Uh as was uh, Ishii and uh Saber. Uh the progress show. Uh the the second one, Walter versus Zack Saber Jr. was amazing because Walter's amazing and just killed Zach. Walter had a nice weekend. Walter killed Pierre Carl Ouellette at, at Janela's spring break. And if you see the pictures of, of, uh, Oulette, uh, Keep him in your prayers because, man, his chest was destroyed.
0: Can we talk about how great Drake Wurtz's week was? I mean, this guy main oh, evented yeah. Champ and Gargano. And then uh, it looks like he was on the WrestleMania card and not necessarily called up as a referee. Uh, he was yes. on the WrestleMania card because he worked with the Performance Center with Ronda all week in preparation. I so noted he that, was the too. Ref. Yeah, yeah. That, was,
1: that was kind of odd. No, he had a great. No, he was great. And he was great in that match, too, especially getting bullied by it by hey. Triple H. Yes. Hey,
0: you if you have not watched that on TV yet, you have to go back and watch that match on TV.
1: Agreed. He had he had a great weekend.
0: Like, have you watched? I'm saying have you, Jeff. Have you watched No, no, the TV I haven't version? watched
1: I haven't watched anything from the T V okay. versions.
0: If you're gonna watch if you're just bit bits and pieces here, if you're not gonna watch the full WrestleMania show over again, like in uh in order, go back watch the Ronda Rousey tag match from WrestleMania, watch Drake Wirtz's match uh work in that one. Uh you can tell why it was there. I mean, this guy <laughs> this guy carried Ronda Rousey through everything she was supposed to do. And it worked My- out excellently.
1: My joke for him was he also was out there for the ladder match. I was like, I hope for old time's sake, he goes through a ladder.
0: <laughs> Ricochet had a nice debut. Do you agree? <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I thought, I thought that, was, that was your cutoff point. Um, <laughs> boy, he was over-rotating and, and just jumping. It was a great debut, yeah, but man, I was worried for his health for a while there because he was... You know what we we're all saying that the week before that oh Velveteen Dream's the one that's going to be excitable. It's like, no, it was Ricochet. That uh, Ricoch- Ricochet over rotated at least once there and almost almost
0: missed. Yeah, I mean he it was, was crazy. Uh, he was crazy,
1: and he was great. He,
0: he yeah. Was great. That probably should have been the cutoff point. Then you know me so well, Jeff Hawkins. But uh, the cutoff point will be a very disappointing one in about a minute. Anyway, Shayna Baszler, Ember Moon. Uh, no one's talking about this match, and rightfully so.
1: I don't know about that. I think, uh, I think it did what it was supposed to do and, and it was fine. It was better. I thought it was better than the, uh, than the rumble match.
0: What's her next program. Is it Dakota Kai? Do they move Dakota to the, uh, to the main slot for Shayna Baszler? Is it going to be Kyrie Sane, uh, going back to their M- May young classic, uh, battle? Is it, uh, is it Candice LeRae? Like who, who's next up for Shayna Baszler?
1: I think they're going to have a buffer program with Dakota and then uh, on TV. And then they're going to move on to Kyrie.
0: And Kyrie is the bigger program. Cause we got a takeover here coming up in a month. We do. We have takeover Chicago happening in may. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yes. It's happening before the, uh, I believe the money in the bank pay-per-view is that the, uh, I believe money in the bank 2018, I believe is the uh, next pay-per-view coming up in Chicago. And uh, if it is, Yes, they are doing a takeover before it. So let's see, June 17th. Maybe it's in June. Yeah, it is in June. Okay, not May. It's We're two months away. It is going to be in June, uh, on June 16th, takeover Chicago. So uh, two months, two months we have another takeover. And it could be Dakota, it could be Kyrie. It's probably going to be promoted as a big takeover show because it is in Chicago. Oh, well,
1: what's Tino going to do?
0: The hell is Tino going to do? <laughs> Who? What's your big prediction? Because now we're one day away from the start of the superstar shakeup. Who's the biggest mover? Is Roman going to SmackDown? Uh, are we going to get a show for John Cena where he's stuck on one of these shows? Like, what is what is the biggest move that uh, you can anticipate happening?
1: In my eyes, or the company's eyes?
0: No. What do you see happening? I, what What are you looking okay. for? What do you What do you expect to see? Like, could they move Roman Reigns? Could they move Kurt Angle? Could Kurt Angle go like, hey, you're an active wrestler at this point. You're gonna go to no, SmackDown. Because
1: they no, because they just named uh they just named Paige. No, I'm not I, saying his general manager. No, he's not gonna be a wrestler.
0: Okay. Full All time. Right. No way. What do you see? I
1: I I strongly think Randy Orton may end up on Raw. Yeah. That's the biggest.
0: Well then they would also uh, have to move Seth Rollins, yes.
1: Yes, possibly. And but not, he, no, I'm, he's the title holder. He's the title holder. They may move Miz no, or no. Finn.
0: Okay, yes. I'm I'm not saying that Randy Orton's the champion. Um, but they can move Miz or Finn. I guess that's, that's more of the apt comparison. Yeah. I, I know Randy Orton's not the champion anymore. I'm just, it felt like that's a lateral move. You can move Seth and Randy and, and get away with it. But yeah, I think,
1: yeah. I think Orton and Charlotte end up on raw. Okay. And I think for the big moves in terms of that, I think Finn Balor and probably Sasha banks end up on SmackDown.
0: Uh, yeah. Sasha on SmackDown, I think is and
1: Oscar and Oscar.
0: And if Sasha doesn't go, Bailey is going. It's one of those two. One of those two will end up on a different show. Yes. Uh, and Charlotte seems likely, um, you know, not just because of the title loss and everything, but Charlotte seems likely to move too. So uh, we are going to have some newsworthy couple of episodes uh, this week before we record the next Shake Them Ropes. Uh, and that concludes Jeff Hawkins part two of Shake Them Ropes episode. I don't even know. In a world of-